Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour. I'm Sharon Kleina. Well, we're living in a time worldwide. I do business all over the world. And I find myself with my radio show that I started 13 years ago, The Power of Water and Water Life Science and Your Life and Your Choices, Your Lifestyle Choices and Health Education. I took that serious because I noticed that worldwide we're taking a lot for granted. We're not using common sense. And I like good old common sense. I'm 78 years old. I've learned through the years that common sense is so important to our lives. Yes, we can put on the wall shingles of education. And we want people to know our particular education and why we wanted to be educated in that direction. But... Everybody on the planet is living the same way. Earth began as a, as a plan. And that plan began with life. Life as a species, we call it, in water. And it began to develop a molecular way for everything to begin to develop into a life slowly and carefully out of the water. Now, when I look at water, as I've studied it now for over 35 years and more, I was surprised too. I found myself just shocked. We weren't finding cures anymore. We're finding remission in our lives, but everything remission because of the common sense that I noticed we were leaving behind. To me, the common sense is we're all living in this together. And as I have said on this show for many, many years, you were born all equal from the mother's pocket of water. What a nature's wonder. And when that baby is being nourished in that pocket of water, and each organ has to have a percentage of water before you arrive, and when that each of those percentages of organ, and it's been estimated between eight and nine months to carry that baby. Everybody, everyone equally the same. Now, when I look at everybody together, when Earth first began, different parts of our planet had different climate. And the different climates 
develop different skin types. Had to. Because of of what was going on in the atmosphere. And the changes in different countries of the world, over in Iceland, the North Pole, in Alaska, Australia, the Asian countries, all in North America, all over the world, different it's all because of climate and what kind of skin at the moment could protect the individual life and the health of that life to exist and survive. Water is the key to it all in the atmosphere. When that baby is born, after all those organs in the body have received hopefully a percentage of balance of water per organ. It's like we've been teaching you the surface of the eye is 99% water. Many of you didn't know that. 99% water. Immunity of strength and protection of your body is all of those percentages of water for the immune system to give you when you come out of that womb and you touch the atmospheric water pressure of humidity, the water vapor, you're going to be charged like electrical charge. Like you're the battery. It's electrical. Nobody would be alive without it. And in your body, you've got these nerve endings from feet to head. Each nerve ending at each bottom and each foot is 36,000 each. Comes up through the hands, comes up through the ears. Nerve endings like electrical charges to give you that spark plug for the rest of your life. No two eyes alike. No two skin types alike. We're all different. Now, why is that? Everybody is different. It's because when that baby arrives, evaporation of the body begins individually. We call it evaporation every day to live with that electrical charge. If you're begin to dehydrate in different parts of the body, whether it's fungus on the toe, ulcers, a heart disease, maybe a cancer, a brain tumor, problems with your eyes, or whatever it is, it's because there's a dehydration happening in different parts of the body, which is critical because that electrical charge gets more serious. We all have to learn that when earth began, it began slowly and carefully to do what it did. But it had to have water to create all that is seen and unseen. And time 
for eternity was in the water and life, all life. Each person is an individuality. What is going on all over the world with our health education is very important with learning about immunity strength of your own body, your own lifestyle, for the immunity protection to give you what you need to have the strength to fight any combatives, whatever it could be, hopefully fight off diseases, fight off mental motions. There's so much to learn. Way back in time, thousands of years ago, they knew more about survival and all of that. We just got more relaxed in the past 100, 200 years. We love the frying pan. We love the fast food. It's fun. We all do. The thing is, who you are and you, your lifestyle, your choices, you have to learn what is healthy for you to give you your immunity strength. It's a new education for you. It's been there all along. The organ of the skin has to be kept acidic on the facial organ, on the face. It has to be. Your skin on the face is wrapped around your skull. It's thin. It's a target from birth. You've got the mouth, you've got the nose, you've got the ears, you've got eyes, you've got a nose. It's all on the face. The toxin on the face has got to be removed every time you washed the face. I've been educating people to start using a wash rag again. To not just rinse off in the shower or splash the face. That won't get that toxin out of there. And we've always said forever, wash your hands. Keep your hands clean. Now we're teaching about the eyes. The organ of the eye is very susceptible to immunity weakness because the surface of the eye is 99% water protected by that tear film. If it's not protected and kept supplemented, you'll have a weak moment to where that toxin will enter into the eye and begin to float into the rest of you. Because your immunity is weak. If the eye's immunity is weak, if your body hasn't been thinking about immunity strength to protect your body, I'm going to blame a lot because of lack of health education I've been talking about for many years and not understanding the common sense. But let's all get together with the Global Health Olympics that I've been talking about. Think about how you can be healthier 
with the choice of lifestyle and learn. Make it a hobby to be educated about everything you can learn about yourself and your own health, what you want for you, your vision, your lifestyle of health. Make it a priority. And then when you're thinking that way, you'll find that you'll be able to protect other people's health if you're healthy too. You'll be very conscious of not affecting somebody else's health because you're being conscious of your own health at all times. During this pandemic, anybody who goes out and doesn't consider how serious that pandemic is, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. It's life and death. And I just said it, life and death. If you're not considering somebody else's life during this pandemic and how long it's going to take to try to get a society of people taking serious what this is all about. We need to learn together. We need to grow together. And with that water giving us the faith of life, all religions began around the water thousands of years ago. Think about it. Don't take that for granted. Faith. Prayer. How important it is. And we need it now on the planet Earth because of all the people that are being affected by lack of consideration and not wanting, willing to take serious life and death. And all the lives are going to be lost here soon because of around the planet Earth there was a pandemic going on. And some people just didn't take that serious. That's my commentary today. Today we're going to have a guest on that I'm really looking forward to your education. Her name is Mary Carolyn. She's got a background in nutrition and human resources and much more. And I'm going to let Mary Carolyn tell you about herself. And we're going to discuss immunity strength, and eating certain foods that are important. And I hope she can tell us how to cook them also and how, how we can live in our kitchens from morning to night and uh, go to work and do what we need to do and how we live. And I'm, share, I'm saying wear a mask. Keep your hands clean. And remember those eyes. I've heard in Japan, they're wearing glasses now to protect the eyes. Now, that's how serious they are. I will listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. A supplement for the organ of the eye that's all naturally pH balanced, acid mental protection. 
for immunity strength of the eye, all natural, 100% tissue culture grade water. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist, and we'll be right back with Mary Carolyn. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Mary Carolyn, I want to thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah. I uh, wanted to introduce to the audience Mary Carolyn, who's got a nutrition background and human resource, I like that side of you, and other things. But tell us a little bit about yourself real quickly, and then we'll get into the immunity strengthening of food um, and what nutrition does to give you immune strength to protect you f- with uh, forever. It's, it's not, it shouldn't be new, but it is. People are learning about immunity now, Carol, Mary Carolyn, that they never really thought about it a lot anymore. Tell us about your background a little bit. Well, I'm about to finish my degree in clinical nutrition, master's degree. And um, as you mentioned, I have a background in human resources uh, in an earlier career. And then I taught um, statistics um, for college students at the University of Maryland. And um, so my interest in nutrition now is complemented by my ability to really look carefully at studies. So when you hear things on the news, um, do this diet or do that diet, and sadly, people just jump in sometimes without further study. You really have to study it for yourself. And so my background is um, that marriage of statistics and 
nutrition. Now, what did the study really talk about, and is it a valid study? So, so that's what I I do now. Mm-hmm. And I like how you mentioned learning nutrition and studying it for yourself as a hobby, because what what greater hobby than to keep our health intact? Right. Well, individualities uh, people enjoy. Um, learning how to feel better. If you notice, people want to feel better. Yeah. That's why there, there's been a lot of mental challenges for people. And um, social media has a tendency to take away from their self-concerns. They get wrapped up. I've watched uh, social media and all this communication and all these opinions, everything out there. Mary Carolyn, people get wrapped up in a distraction. They forget about their gift of life. And they become vulnerable to all that's going on. And they forget about their life. Themselves personally as a gift. I've had Kevin Kearns on here, who is a trainer. And I said to Kevin, it's time that people became vain about their health their lifestyle, what they want to learn for them personally, all the way down to our children going home from the hospital as a baby. How do you get the baby educated about who they are and what they should be, their nutrition and their dental and their, their outlook and their feelings about how they feel? About health, though, not just getting caught up in all these emotions that are robbing people of their personal lives for their own outlook, lifestyle, and also for their health. Uh, babe, young children have a pretty good idea of what tastes good naturally and what healthy food is and presented with healthy fruits and vegetables, depending on the, their age, obviously, and what they can yeah, chew. Right. Um, they they will they will choose good food. So it's you know the parents are in control of what they're bringing home to that child from the grocery store. And um, taste buds develop very early on. They even develop in utero taste, whatever the mom is eating. So. You can shape that, and and then depending on how you make meal times, are they are they fun? Are they everyone participating? And and what choices are you eating? Some good herbs and savory foods, and not just processed foods and sugar. So you can really influence that, and you know, keeping everyone hydrated with pure water and and nice herbal teas, no soft drinks which are not good. There's not a single study that says a soft drink's good. Right. Right. Um, Water priority. I had on my show one time, ahead of the lactose group here in the United States years ago, they don't believe you should have the baby drink water. It should be only milk for a period of time. I disagree. I've been studying water for years and the evaporation process of the body's water loss. I think that baby needs to start tasting water too. 
out the gate, tasting it. And yes, they're going to go to the content of the sweetness of the milk. They will. And what I've studied a little bit there, Mary Carolyn, is the baby's got to have a taste other than sweetness. And that that milk is, is, has a tendency to be sweet. And from, if that's what they're getting and they're not getting enough water to also balance that percentage of water per organ. The organs were not made of percentages of milk. They were developed from the beginning of time with a percentage of water in that mother's womb. The magic. It's like I said this in my commentary, Mary and Carolyn. Everybody is being born the same. Nature provided the birth exactly like each other all over the world. That baby has to go through about eight to nine months and provide that baby with everything to get ready. But that percentage of water per organ is vital to the evaporation process of living with the water vapor of the atmosphere that triggers it with those nerve endings in the body. The tongue of the mouth the oral cavity of the baby, the tongue has nerve endings. Now, there are no two eyes alike, no two skins alike on the planet Earth. Everybody's different. But they all come from the mother's same plan with nature. And they live with nature. And the solar system of how everything is evolving, tugging and pulling with that atmosphere. The food you eat per person is very important. What might be for one may not be for one other member of the family. So what, when they bring the baby home... The mother needs to learn to be educated about that. It's vital. Now, today with the nutrition and immunity, have you decided as a nutritionist to start studying more and giving more education about immunity, strength of the food you're eating, and the protection of what you eat is vital to your immunity protection and your immunity strengthening of the body? Do you teach that? Yes, um, but interestingly, it's not any different than what I would already teach because getting complete nutrition from whole foods is the, an avoiding process. No, what, where I'm tough. coming from, Mary Carolyn, Mary Carolyn, is that coming up in your t- education, the word immunity strengthening of the body? Is that part of your words, your dialogue? Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I found in research 
that that wasn't really emphasized in this in the education of nutrition the way it should have been. So well, there's the certainly more focus strength, on that it word now. immunity strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you um, I just said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pe- I don't people mean are I'm coming around very serious. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's like hand washing, Sharon. Why weren't people washing their hands anyway? Um, well, you know, it's, you should be eating healthfully anyway. And then but that's not the way we look at it. People right. like me in research, I started studying. Uh, when I would interview the physicians around the world, I'd say, come on, don't take it for granted anyway. Don't do that. We all have to. Have you ever had a physician who forgot themselves certain things that they needed to think about for themselves personally? Yeah, probably. They forgot. Well, they do. I've had, we've had, when we studied, Physicians that go for dehydration problems, to an, they go to another physician and find out they're dehydrated. They're not eating right. They know better anyway. But I find we've got to keep a checkmate going with common sense. And the education that we provide, all of us, out there in the world should be common sense and just say, I know you're probably drinking eight to 10 glasses of water for immunity strength. That's your number one immunity strength, flushing of the body. And be sure to do that when you're taking an opioid or any other medication. The other one with food, Your nutrition, when you're on medications and opioids and more, should be very serious for immunity strength of what you're eating. What are you eating? Okay, let's start thinking about that. Let's have a blood test and find out what what you are eating, not eating, and some of the things you might be allergic to that you didn't even know about. We only learn that through a blood test. And then you go into the education about what, this, what they need to do for their own immunity strength as an individuality and give them the education they require and don't make them checkmate it. Keep up that habit. And I find myself just sometimes, Mary Carolyn, I watch it. And we're all human. We're all being distracted. And um, now when you teach the nutrition, are you teaching them how to cook it to also? Yes, I've done some cooking demos. Mm-hmm. And um, in those talks, I talk about absorption and how you should cook things rather lightly if you're cooking plant-based meals then and that's mm-hmm. what I focus on I don't I don't eat meat um, very often at all um, I don't buy meat but if it's 
if it's prepared, I might have some, you know, if someone has prepared some, but I don't go get it myself. And so I'm yeah, mostly cooking. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm mostly cooking plants. And then in that case, I'm also cooking them lightly. So some things are better eaten raw or have better absorption eaten raw. Like maybe kale has uh, more folate if you eat it raw than cooked. But some things absorb mm-hmm. better if, um, if they're slightly cooked, like spinach what is and for immunity mushrooms. Strength? What is for immunity strength? What is the number one vegetable for immunity strength at the top of the list? For immunity There's, strengthening of the body. The, the number one I know I've variety. That. Yeah, there's no Pardon? number one vegetable because the, the number one thing is having variety of what mm-hmm. was put on the earth. The, the whole importance of getting all that you need and things working together is, um, mm-hmm. is having variety. You want things to work together. You you want um, you want your vitamins and minerals to complement each other because they facilitate, for example, vitamin D and calcium work hand in hand. So there's not one number one thing. There's there's everything you need to mm-hmm. not eat the same thing every day. You need variety, fruits and vegetables. Okay, so you're season. recommending the person not eat the same every day. But what are right. some of the vegetables that you find, and how would you prepare them? How would you cook them to satisfy the palate of different people's flavors that they like? Well, for, for starters, um, onions are extremely healthy for the heart. I cook them. I think most people probably prepare pr- prefer them cooked, you know, the personal uh-huh. preference, but Onions mm-hmm. uh, sautéed with garlic if you want to cook something and then adding kale or spinach and definitely some nice shiitake mushrooms or varieties of mushrooms. What um, about broccoli? Or, what about broccoli, broccoli and uh, Brussels sprouts? And all of them. We, we eat here at home, we eat broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts regularly. There you go. Kale, spinach, celery. Do you do a lot of stir frying? Um, some, you know, just try to minimize the frying, but we, we mix it up a little. But we usually start with a tray of cut vegetables, radishes, celery, and carrots. Um, green peppers are extremely high in vitamin C, one of the best foods you can eat for your immune system. Any leafy greens are wonderful. Um, what about so you really want arugula is outstanding. You really want. Um, Thank you for saying that because I, I like arugula. Yes, it's so <sighs> good. We've we've got some coming up in our garden right now. We eat a lot of kale beautiful. in our house because my husband comes from Holland and his family grew, cooked kale in Holland a lot. And when he grew up, it's so tasty. There's so much variety to to have. Now we have to take our break and we're going to be right back and you're going to teach us about the vegetables and some fruit that you think is very good for immune strength. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. The surface of the eye is 99% water. The immune strength of that eye, it depends upon that water. If it's over-evaporating, is called dry eye, which is out of control and causes blindness all over the world. Everybody's eyes, everybody's eyes are, can be affected. No two eyes alike, remember? No two skins alike when we are born. So we find ourselves with that immunity strength of organ of the eye. You've been hearing that the organ of the eye can carry a problem, a virus, and any problems that could go into the eye, through the eye, and float, I'll just call it, to the rest of you. All because of that organ of the eye. And in Japan, they're washing their hands. They're wearing the masks and they started wearing glasses because they understood now the immunity of organ of the eye. Nature's Tears Eye Mist supplements that organ of the eye. It's the only product worldwide that it has a technology to be able to do that with just a simple mist of tissue culture grade water. Well, listen to our sponsor, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Mary Carolyn. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Mary Carolyn, I want to ask you, uh, you were teaching us about what you do for your family, um, which is really, I, I like hearing about that. Now, when you're teaching a class, 
how do you make decisions for their taste buds, let's just say, their flavors? And you've got a class of, let's say, I'm going to send some kids to you through my thinking. Um, You have some students with you there that are probably middle school, let's say. Uh, How do you teach them to think about what they're eating for their immune strength and their bodies uh, strengthening mentally and physically? Well, the... um I think the best way to reach people is by cooking, if you're doing a demo, with herbs and spices. People are pretty um, excited about trying new flavors and whatever mm-hmm. age. I haven't, I have not done kids' classes yet. Um, I will and I hope oh, okay. to, maybe at the high school level. Oh, I hope level. so too. And, and oh, also good. with my master gardening, I'm, I'm going to be going in and, and talking to kids about fruits and vegetables, and when I participated at Mm -hmm. the science fair, I did the same thing, you know, talking about Mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables. But in any class, if you were doing a demo, I I like to talk about herbs and spices because people forget or don't even know, haven't been introduced to the huge variety of spices that can be substitutes for salt and all kinds of you know, things we have available in nature um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with different herbs. And it makes food so flavorful, especially if you can grow your own herbs. Mm-hmm. So, um, What is some and, of the most they, common for you to think about to teach people uh, what that, if they were going to start growing their own and make it easy for them where it isn't to get them started to it anyway? get them out the door going. What are the most important herbs that you have found to add the flavors and benefit nutritionally to the food? If you want to add flavor and make it easy for people with really strong, great flavor, thyme and rosemary are some of the easiest to grow. They keep on growing all summer. Dill is wonderful. You have to Harvest it every now day. Now, you said, what did you say? I'm sorry to interrupt you. The other one was, which one was it? Rosemary? You thyme. Said, thyme and rosemary oh, and dill. Lime. Yeah. Did thyme. you say lime? Okay. Lime. Thyme. Um, lime. And then also um, parsley. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Cilantro is, is good. It seems a little tougher this year. I don't know what's going on with the cilantro in our garden, but... Um, the the thyme uh-huh. and and uh, rosemary are thriving. The dill <laughs> is thriving. We can't cut it down fast enough. We're also growing strawberries. Super easy to grow strawberries. They they take off. They do their own thing. And you always have plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, now I'm correct uh, myself. Did you say thyme? Or lime, L-I-M-E, or thyme with T. T, thyme with a T. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad I came back. T-H-Y-M-E. Because I said lime. I said you mean lime, and you you misunderstood me too. Um, Lime would be very tough to grow. (laughs) I did grow lemons. I thought once. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm glad I asked because I didn't know. Anyway. I live in Oregon, and you live over there in Virginia. So I thought, hmm, 
<laughs> yeah, but lines anyway, are pretty uh, hard to grow. Yeah, you have to go to California. <laughs> yeah. I know people who have lemons and limes in their yard growing on trees. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. back to uh, the flavors of that. Now I'm going to go into the fruit that is so good for immunity strengthening. Which fruits do you find have the best immunity strength in them for the people to think about? Well, again, variety. I I think that the the best are kiwi, apples, and oranges. So you have to think about variety and what's available to people so that they have access to it. So most what about what about uh, apples? Pardon me. What about blue? What about blueberries? Yeah, blueberries are absolutely wonderful. Um, the the deeper the color, the the um, better able the the fruit is to produce phytochemicals. There we go. The deeper the color, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. So cherries are wonderful. I was going to start. I started to say, what about dark cherries? Dark cherries, but people don't always have access to that. So you, you, it's best to eat seasonally. What's in season? Well, I eat apples year round because they're around. But really, apples in the fall are great. Mm-hmm. Um, blueberries are coming and you said around. Oranges. What about grapefruit? Right now. What about grapefruit? Grapefruit is good. With grapefruit them. has certain okay. interactions for for people on different medications. Okay. So really people need to check with their doctor on all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about, but, where? how do you, they get their protein? Because protein is very, very important to the body uh, for immunity strength. How much protein should a person get a day? Well, that depends on a very individual facts that uh, a person's, size, their height, their weight, their level of activity, their hydration. So you can't so really they can do look a that up online. They can look it up online. But what do you believe the average, the average proteins that each individual, because that's vital to immunity strengthening. It's if it's weak, the immunity strength will be down because there's not uh, enough know, protein in the body. Here's my, here's my view on protein. People need to study it for the for okay. their individual body type. Because okay. okay, go online and study to, it. Well, even study it through um, some more yes, you know, online but also some more formal type of training and make sure what you're mm-hmm. hearing is, is valid. Or back to that because blood test I told you about that um, we I don't just want to like Start yeah. eating protein powder. We want to get our protein through vegetables, and vegetables have a lot of protein. Mm-hmm. So, and each which one vegetables is have the, Which vegetables have the most amount of protein? Um, spinach, kale, broccoli. Um, you know, they all have good amounts of protein. They're all different. I'd I have was to surprised with spinach. That. You can help me with this. I was surprised with spinach when I was alerted to noticing that uh, there was some study going on that spinach has stem cells. There's a lot in spinach that they're learning about. Have you, have you, is that what you've learned? Um, I haven't studied 
um, plant structure enough to to really comment on that. We're focused more okay. on um, yeah, because that would be the the study of I think the cellular makeup. But yeah, it is because um, I have to study that. I go down into the root of every thing, to the root of everything that I study. Now, back to um, uh, the daily diet. So they get up in the morning. What would they have for breakfast, for example? Well, if, if you want to, you know, do plant-based and, and get a good amount of protein in your daily diet, you might start with a savory breakfast like a watercress and arugula salad, and then you're getting um, protein, vitamin K, B, calcium, potassium, um, and some of the sprouts, like alfalfa sprouts, spinach. So I would say that... So you, don't, you don't agree with good old-fashioned steel-cut oatmeal? <laughs> well, I had steel-cut oatmeal for seed. breakfast today, yeah. What? And I put... I, in fact, I had steel-cut oatmeal this morning. And I put... Okay, um, I did too. I was going to say thank you. <laughs> Um, I, well, I put uh, nuts in it, so I put a variety of nuts uh-huh. and raisins, and mm-hmm. but that, that's on a day where I, you know, kind of crave oatmeal. But if I want to stick to staying away from a sweeter flavor and get my savory taste buds going, then I start with more oh, savory okay. things in the morning. Uh huh. Okay, and it depended upon what you had the day before, right? Right. For example, we had you just taught asparagus. us that. Learn, follow what right. you had the day before, and be flexible. A variety of things. Right. We had asparagus and butternut squash yesterday, and so maybe I won't have that today, but I'll have. No, you just brought it up. Butter. I bought kale. somebody bring up the butter, the squash, the butternut squash. I had never thought about butternut squash having so many food values. Is that correct? Yes. All, all the plant foods do. They all have good a huge variety of vitamins and minerals. Cauliflower, I was broccoli. told by somebody I've had on here, Mary Carolyn, that in their um, soups they always add a butternut squash to give it mm-hmm. that thickening in there to add to the soup base um, to make it better? Do you do that? Definitely. Uh, yeah. Okay, and I thought so. Butternut is wonderful, and, of course, onions. Okay. I put onions in just about everything we eat. Onions and, and garlic. You can, you can put onions on your barbecue. Yeah. I, you believe in barbecuing? Um, <laughs> the other day, you know, sometimes if, if I just want... Um, a fun snack to eat throughout the day, you know, when you're hungry, to reach for something. I put baked potatoes Uh and onions in the oven in the morning, the Dahlia onions, so they're nice and sweet. And I bake them for Uh about 20 to 30 minutes, and then we have something to snack Uh on. You bite into it like an apple. It's a baked potato, but a baked potato is better than... So you take a potato and slice it, you put onions down the middle, and you bake it. No, I put, I just slice up the dahlia onions, lay them uh-huh. flat on the parchment, and then I put a whole okay. baked potato, and I um, score it, 
with a knife okay. and a fork and okay. put a little grapeseed oil and salt and pepper and put it in the oven. Grapeseed oil and, and salt snack. and pepper and put it in the oven. Because grapeseed okay, oil is a high heat. But you stored it so that it would pick up into the flavors and get into those. Yes. Sports. Yeah. That's what I'm after. It's a wonderful you, you were, snack. Yeah. 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 So, so it's really important to have, have a, a mix We've only of got things. about a minute left. What, what, what do you like for dessert? Let's just say it's time for dessert and you want to have a, uh, some people around you and have a special dessert. What would that be? My favorite dessert right now is a vegan chocolate brownie. It's uh-huh. There's no flour. It's um, cashews, almonds, um, walnuts, any kind of nuts you have. I, I mix those up in the blender so it's a powder. Then I add mm-hmm. dates and oh um, then cacao powder and then maybe a little... Um, a little maple syrup and you re- reprocess it and it really tastes like you're eating a fudge brownie. Now we're out of time. We have to go. But how do they find you? At everafterhealth at gmail.com. Okay. Mary Carolyn, thank you for coming on today. And we did get through quite a bit of menu there. I want to thank you for coming on, and I wish you well. Thank you, Sharon. Great to be here. Thank you. And thank you for your time again today. God See bless. you next time. Bye-bye. 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 Well, audience, we're, time is over, but put a child's heart in your hands. Always remember everything we should be thinking about on this planet Earth is what's best for the children. At all times, there's no such thing. Every child is perfect to me. You have a nice day. You be well and you be safe. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.